Hello and welcome to the podcast Healthy Dad, Happy Dad, a podcast about dad trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And the question we're looking at is, does exercising and being healthy help you be a better dad? Do you feel better about yourself? Those are the questions that we're going to try and find answers to over this series of podcasts. Join me if you will. So if you are listening to Healthy Dad, Happy Dad, then the point of contact for me, if you'd like to get in touch, point of contact, what is that about? Sorry, if you want to get in touch, the best way to do that is through Instagram. And my handle is hdhdpod. So on there, you'll find pictures of me, my kids, um, and things that I'm going through as well. So why am I doing this? Well, a number of reasons really. Uh, Firstly, I should explain I'm not a professional broadcaster. I am doing this from my home. Um, I don't have a script for this, but I do have points that I want to refer to. And I actually have a piece of paper here with uh, all the different things on just to make sure I don't forget anything. So, yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, why am I doing this? Well, really, it started as a, a quest to find out whether, you know, Obviously, if you ask the question, is being, does being healthier make you happy? Of course, the answer is yes. However, what you're trying to do is find out if that is the same when you're balancing that out with the stresses of everyday family life. So things like trying to um, get your kids to school on time, trying to get them to clubs, trying to get them to uh, classes, um, making sure that they are happy, making sure that you're taking them out, making sure that you're going to the local farm every now and then, but also then trying to find time for yourself to do exercise and things like that. Because let's be honest, when you're young and single, you do have these uh, time slots. You do have time available to go to the gym and you know go for a run or <clears throat> go for a swim or whatever it is you might do. Unfortunately for me, that didn't really occur when I was younger. That kind of mentality of, oh, I need to do something, I need to get healthy, you know, was never really there. I mean, the, my sport of choice at school was cricket, which if you do play cricket, you know, it's not an exertive sport at amateur level, really, when you're at school. Obviously, the professional players, you know, very fit and healthy and, you know, they have a lot of games to play. But at school level, it was always very kind of, you know, oh, just, you know, put him out on the boundary, he'll be fine. Um, and so there's a lot of time spent, uh, you know, looking and seeing if anything was happening. A lot of the times it wasn't. And it got to the point where, you know, I was considered not that good and therefore ended up doing things like scoring, which was fine. I didn't mind that at all. Okay. But, you know, it's not exactly pushing yourself very hard. And what's happened with me is that I've realized as I creep towards my 40th birthday, that actually I need to do something about my health and my fitness. And it just so happens to be at a time when I've got a busy family life, two kids, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, full-time job and all that as well. So... The reason I'm doing this is because I have set myself a number of goals over the next six to 12 months in terms of wanting to achieve certain things like a run, uh, a half marathon, um, whatever it is it might be. And what I want to do is I want to share with you how my journey goes and how I progress, whether I progress, even days when I'm not so good, weeks when I'm not so good, when I'm feeling a bit low, when I'm feeling like I'm snacking, all that sort of stuff. And how I'm fitting in my exercise to that routine as well. So over the next you know few episodes of this podcast, You'll have episodes with me after a run or um, maybe at home as well. And just talking about how I've dealt with things that week, how I'm getting on. But I'd love to hear from you as well. So remember that point of contact, said it again, point of contact, you know, contact would just be easier. Best way to do that is through Instagram and it's on hdhdpod. Okay, so that is the Instagram handle, hdhdpod. So another reason for doing this, let's go back and dig a little deeper. Okay, let's just lie back on the couch. 
and I'll start sharing things with you. So going back to my dad, my dad always seemed to me to be very healthy. Um, when I was younger, he would do things like, um, he would do running as well. He would do, um, he used to do things like um, down in Sussex, there's a, mar a marathon called the Seven Sisters Marathon. He would do that. He would walk it rather than run it, which if you see the Seven Sisters, you completely understand because it is very, very hilly. But he would do that with friends and so on and so forth. And he was generally quite a healthy guy. I mean, if you look at his photos when he was younger, you can't because you don't have them. But if you were able to, you would see that he was quite slim, quite lithe. And therefore, you know, you think there would be no problems there. He did always have, um, I think it was high blood pressure. Um, and so he was, you know, he would have medication for, for high blood pressure. But, you know, generally speaking, he'd play squash. He'd play, you know, a bit of tennis here and there as well. So very, very active indeed. Um, and a few years ago, maybe sort of, uh, I think it was about 12 years ago actually, he had a quite a severe stroke and it was affecting his uh, left side. So if he was uh, walking, he was able to walk, but he had a very straight leg, couldn't really bend it, and his left arm was up near his chest as well, so it was sort of bent up like that. Um, and he'd spent a bit of time in hospital and so on and so forth. Now, it's actually important to say at this point that I actually lost dad, um, what is it, uh, Easter 2021. Um, he'd had another severe stroke and actually that ended up being um, sort of fatal to him as well. But he had other health issues before that. He'd had a melanoma removed and a couple of other things as well. And that really got me thinking at the time about how I could change my life in some way to try and... Uh, you know, make sure that I'm healthier. I mean, I don't think it was a necessarily a reflection of his health, his overall health that was a cause for his strokes necessarily. Um, I think it was partly down to his blood pressure. I should also say as well at this point that I do also have high blood pressure um, and it's sort of hypertension. It's not anything, anything to do with high cholesterol or anything like that. It's just one of those conditions that you just, you know, you have. And I do take medication for it actually. Um, so <clears throat> what I'm looking for is to find out if I can find a way to lose weight, be healthier, whilst going through family things as well. So over the next few episodes, you will see examples, or sorry, not see, see, this is a podcast, not see, hear examples of how I'm getting on. There will be bad days, as I said, there will be good days, there will be bad weeks, there will be good weeks. The point is that I share everything with you on this journey. And I will put stuff up on Instagram about how I'm get, do, doing what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So let's delve deeper, a little deeper into my own journey with fitness now. So my own story with fitness is one of sort of a mixed bag, really. Um, when I was younger, I wasn't particularly overweight. Um, my mum had that sort of wall of shame in the house where you had photos of you at school every year and you'd have those little portrait photos and they'd go up the staircase in the house and it was a bit like the evolution of man. You know, you sort of your cheeks are getting slightly bigger, your hair's getting slightly longer, then up and down, and then so on and so forth. And it just, you know, when friends came around, it was just incredibly embarrassing, really, you know. And um, I, you know, I'd run around with friends. We actually lived near the South Downs at the time, so we'd often go cycling up there. And I was quite active as a child. I, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't play football. I didn't really join the football teams or anything like that. I was quite into watching football, but I never really got into playing it. And I was more of a watcher of sports at the time. I didn't have that competitive mindset. I was, I would have been no good as an Olympic athlete or trying to be an Olympic athlete because I just didn't have the right mentality for it. This is why now, now that I have that mentality, it's kind of like, oh, like I wish I'd known this a little bit when I was younger. Anyway, so what this feeds into is again this relationship with food as well because it's not just about running around and keeping healthy, but 
making sure you're eating the right things as well. Now, when I was younger, there wasn't as much information then as there is now about things like nutrition and how food plays a part in your health. So for example, when we were at college, me and my friends, what we'd often do is we would, you know, we'd have some free periods. So we would go to KFC, McDonald's or whatever and have something there. And you're thinking, well, and yeah, I can just go to the gym and burn it off. It's not a problem. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll have that, you know, um, the chicken sandwich and then I'll just go and pump and then it'll be absolutely fine and I'll burn it off. Not really the case as we know now. In fact, actually many nutritionists say that nutrition is much more important than the amount of exercise you do especially as you get older, because you're able to do less intense exercise. So making sure you've got the right foods is important. Anyway, so as I got older, I started to fill out a bit more. And at university was when I really started doing running. So I would go to the local park, I'd do some running, I'd sometimes go with my housemate as well. And it was then I sort of started to look at doing things like half marathons. Now the town that I grew up in actually has a half marathon that goes on the seafront, and it still goes to this day. And I actually started doing that, and I actually really enjoyed it. And I found that having a goal of doing something was much more helpful to me than just trying to stay generally healthy. So if you've got something in mind that you think, oh, I want to do that, then knowing that you've got to get to that point, I find that really, really helpful. Again, not helpful for everybody because sometimes you might feel the pressure and you think, oh, I'm a week out and I haven't done any preparation for it. And obviously that's not the way to do it. But for me, setting myself a goal was always very, very helpful. Now, I should say as well that at some point I did join gyms when I was a teenager. I mentioned earlier about friends at college and stuff like that. And even going older, I would join gyms as well. Again, it's that usual thing. You would join up, you'd pay your monthly fee, you'd go for a couple of months, then you'd ease off, then the summer would be there, you'd go to the beach with your friends, and you'd kind of forget about it. You wouldn't really focus on it. And for at least maybe sort of the last eight years or so, I haven't been a member of a gym. I've actually been using home workouts, which I'll come on to more detail about in a moment. And so you would, you know, go to the gym. And even when I moved to places like London and things like that, I'd join a gym. I'd go a few times, nah, not really like it, not that good. Okay, I'll just do some running or something instead. Fine, no problem. Yes, there's 40 pounds going out of my bank account every month, but you know what? It's an expense I can afford, it doesn't matter. Moving to later, sort of uh, late 20s, early 30s, I actually stopped using gyms and I started using home workouts. So I would use things like online, I'd use YouTube videos. There was a program that I bought into that was quite good. And it was very good if you were tight, if you were tight for time. So you'd have these sort of short 30 minute workouts. You could do them at home and I would do them in the lounge or I would do them. And even up to fairly recently, I've been, you know, even through the lockdown period, I was doing them at home, trying to do it when the two kids are around. As I found out more recently, however, though, when your kids are a bit older and you're running around, or they're running around, they're running around, and you're trying to do your bit of exercise or whatever, it's not that easy to simply just go, can you just stop for a minute while I just, while Daddy just does some press-ups, yeah, is that all right? Or do you wanna come and join me and do some press-ups? No, okay, fine, go and play with your, your house or whatever it is, okay? So it's difficult to sort of control that. So in the last few months, I've actually decided to join the gym again. And I found one in the town that I live in that I actually quite like. It's quite industrial, quite rugged, you know, quite manly, you know, and all that. Um, but I don't feel as intimidated as I previously did when I went to a gym because I would used to go and I would be like, I go in and see people and be like, oh, you're really, you know, you're healthy and all that sort of stuff. I'm nowhere near that. But now I kind of go and think, well, look, I'm just going to go and do what I can do, not worry about anything else and just get on with it. So I feel like I have a much more mature perspective on you know going to the gym and things like that i don't really care what anyone thinks anymore 
but also it provides that time away from things like children, family worries, you know, and all that sort of stuff, you know, making sure you can, you know, what, what's on the shopping list this week and all that sort of stuff, what clubs do I need to sign the kids up for, etc., etc. Okay, so for the next part of this, I'm actually going to delve a little bit more into food. Okay, this is my favourite topic. Food, ah, food, this is my Homer Simpson moment, okay? <clears throat> so, as I said, early when I was younger, food didn't really play much of a part in fitness and health and things like that. I do actually enjoy cooking, okay? So that's one thing that's a positive. I do enjoy cooking. And I know some people don't, which is absolutely fine, okay? But for me, I do like to cook. Now, let me give you an example. At the moment, when I go to work, I try and do lunches on a Sunday for me. So I will cook like five lunches, pretty much similar things each day. And then they're all ready for that week ahead, so I'll stick them in the fridge and they'll be absolutely fine, okay? That's a routine that I have now. So there are certain aspects of the behavior that I have that are healthy, things like that are healthy, batch cooking and so on. Again, it's not the same every week. There are weeks when you just think, oh, I can't be bothered today. I really just can't be bothered. It's like when you get the washing out and fold the kids' clothes and things like that. You just think, no, I'm not, I'm really not in the mood today. So, what I would do is I would, you know, we'd, we'd cook some things. Um, during the first lockdown we had, we would have something called Steak Friday. So every Friday, my wife and I would dress up, we'd do a steak out on a barbecue in the garden, and then we would come in and, you know, have some wine or whatever, and just treat it as a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a treat and things like that. Um, now, of course, with the kids, it's trying to work out what they would have. So for example, um, my kids eat, do, do eat most things now. Um, there's not much they'll turn their nose up at. There's certain things that my daughter likes that my son doesn't like and so on and so forth. But what we found is that they do a lot of after-school clubs at school. And also uh, my daughter goes to nursery as well, sometimes till quite late, around sort of half five, six o'clock. Now the nursery actually provide them with a tea. And we used to put a lot of pressure on ourselves thinking, right, we need to do a proper meal, we need to do some chicken, we need to do some vegetables and things like that. However, speaking to my mum and speaking to other parents, the realisation came about that actually they just need like a sort of snacky tea, something healthy, like you could do some cucumber and crackers and you know some grapes and fruit and things like that. But they don't need a full-on meal, okay? And I kind of feel like that's an approach that I should take with myself as well sometimes. Sometimes you just don't need a full-on meal, okay? So I'm trying to sort of avoid those snacky things, and making sure that you know you're trying to eat healthy things obviously people do snack and that's fine as well but again i just don't feel that i exercise enough to snack okay so that's where i feel like i need to balance things out have more fruit have more vegetables and things like that as well so again over these episodes or whatever i'm going to touch base with food and talk about what i'm making for the week um i'm going to you know uh, share some recipe ideas things that do with the kids just to try and help a little bit. Okay, so that's food. So again, it's something that we all struggle with, and I think that, um, particularly for me as well, I work at a place where there's often crisps left on the side, bits of cake, and it's very tempting. You know, you go in for it, you think, yeah, I'm just gonna have one of those. Oh, there's another celebration there, I'll just have that. Oh, actually, there's a bit of, oh, someone's bought a birthday cake in. Well, I can't say no to that because they bought it in specially. And you feel that pressure sometimes as well. Okay. Also, when you're out with people as well, I think sometimes if you're going around to someone else's for lunch, you're thinking, well, great, I can, I can have as much as I want because I'm not washing up, they're doing the washing up. Okay, so it's trying to have find that balance of self-control as well, a little bit as well. I'm pretty poor with that, I must admit. Okay, so there are weeks when I do things really, really well and other weeks when I don't. 
Um, one of the things I used to do when I was making lunches for work is I would used to do salads. So I would do a salad because I think, oh yeah, that's healthy and you know that's fine. But the problem is, is that it's such a calorie deficit. You're losing. You're not eating enough carbs or whatever. That you just end up snacking because you're so hungry. So what happens then? Well, you end up snacking. You put on weight. You feel sluggish. You feel terrible. And that's what we're looking at. And, you know, like, why why do we feel the need to, to snack so much? I mean, for me, having salads is great, but I think it needs to be more of an accompaniment. I can't just have that as a main meal, okay? So, for the next part, I'm going to talk to you about the topics that I'm going to cover over the next few episodes, okay? And then you might find something that you think is more appropriate for you, and so on and so forth. Okay, so the topics that we're going to cover. Well, there's lots of things. Um, one of the ones that I'm going to look at is sleep, okay, because I feel that sleep is very, very important. My sleep is slightly broken, but we'll come to that more in that episode. Okay, I'm going to look at, uh, give you examples of when I go running and what happens there. So, for example, this Saturday I'm doing a park run, 5K run. It's the first time I've done it for about a year, okay, but... I'm going to see how that, I get on with that because I've actually got a 10K coming up in a couple of weeks, so I need to make sure I'm ready for that. I'm going to share some food ideas as well. I might even bring the kids in on a couple of episodes as well. What I'd like to do as well at some point is to interview other dads about how they try and keep fit when they're juggling family life as well. How does it fit into their routine? Do they have bad weeks? Do they have good weeks? Because remember, you're not alone out there. There's lots of us out there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave this intro podcast as a sort of introductory one. Please get in touch via... Yes, that's right, Instagram. And the handle is HDHDPod. Not very catchy. I tried to do another one. It was already taken. What can you do? Okay. So thanks for listening to this introductory podcast. And I will let you get back to your busy lives, looking after your families. And you can stop wasting your time with me because I'm just talking too much. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Bye.